Now, what I want to talk to you about today is confidence. It takes confidence. Now, here's a confidence level meter. If I asked you today, your confidence level, is it in the red, very high, or have you found it kind of dipping back or pretty low? Where do you think God wants you to be on the confidence level? Now, it's interesting, the Bible, over 60 different times, did you know, it talks about your confidence. It's to be very important in order to accomplish the things that God has put before us, the opportunities put before us to achieve those things. It requires confidence, but we struggle with it. Sometimes we look out there and say, oh, man, that world's a bad world. That world, it's a spiritual warfare. It is a spiritual warfare. We're against the devil and his angels, but you know what? We fight the little devils inside us, don't we? Those little demons that rob us of our confidence, that keep creating doubt, lack of trust. Did you know in the Bible how confidence and humility are linked together? It's a confident humility. That doesn't sound like it goes together, does it? But remember, confident humility is so much different than arrogance and pride. You see, inside us, when we achieve things and accomplish things, we tend to become very arrogant, don't we? The Bible also says instead of being humble, we tend to be filled with pride and arrogance. When you are confident before the Lord and in the Lord, He blesses you. When you humble yourself before the Lord and humble yourselves before others, He will exalt you, lift you up. What a great place to be in our life, to have this confident humility that brings blessing and honor. It's a beautiful way and a wonderful way to live. Now, of course, if we're talking about confidence, we have to start with Philippians 4.13, don't we? You have to start here. Great verse. I can do these things. In him, Christ gives me strength. There is so much about life and confidence and humility in that verse. I can I am surprised and amazed at the number of people I come in contact constantly whose major vocabulary throughout the day is, I can't. Hey, why don't you do this in your family? Can't do it. I wish I had a better marriage. Well, why don't you do this? Can't do it. I wish I took more advantages of my life, more opportunities over there. I, I can't do it. We say more times, often not, I can't, instead of what? I can't. Don't believe me? Today at lunch, we're on your family Rest of the day, you got to put a dollar in the jar every time you hear the word can't. Try it. You'll be surprised how one of you will get rich in the family. I can. Notice, confidence is about your ability, not your image. There's a lot of people who have a good self-image, but they're not confident on the inside. Notice, it's a struggle. How do I do this? I do it through how? Him. Not my self-confidence. Not on my own strength. But I do it through the strength of Jesus Christ. It takes strength, folks. It takes strength to say I can instead of I can't. But the spiritual warfare, the spiritual reality is this. Through the strength of Christ, I'm to develop the confidence to be able to do the things that God has called me to do. Christ will give me the strength, but I must do the work. Who does the work here? Christ gives me the strength. What must I do? I must do it. It's confidence. Maybe you need to learn new knowledge. Gain greater skills, new opportunities. Takes you out of your comfort zone. Take a risk. It's different than you ever tried before. You feel weak in front of that. You humble yourself before God. Christ gives you the strength so that you can do all things that are before there. Now, I'm amazed also at the number of people who think that confidence is a personality trait. Have you ever heard someone say that? That person was born humble. Or that person was born with just a heart full of confidence. It's not a birthright. It's not a personality trait. Confidence and humility is developed. You're not born with it. 
It's developed. It's to be exercised. It's to be used. It doesn't matter what your personality trait is, extrovert, introvert, whatever, in-betweenervert. All of us can have confidence. It will be manifested in different ways. Now, for Christmas, I got the gift that I asked for. I must have been a really good boy this year. <laughs> so sometimes you've ever had those years where you really didn't know what you wanted. So what do you want? So your kids are asking you, your wife's asking. This year, I knew what I wanted. I'd had all these different tools in different parts of the garage and was always looking for them. I said it'd be great if I could get a Husky cabinet tool chest on rollers, and I'm going to act like I'm a tool man, you know. Nine drawers, the bottom one taller, so I can put all my great tools in there and organize them. I got that for Christmas. And I was so excited. Put that thing together, then spent a day or so uh, during the Christmas break taking all my tools and all the things there and then organize them and reorganize them like a kid with a toy. Duplicates of and this metal white pipe, two of them. That's crazy. What do I do with those things? I, what, are, what is those? I don't even remember cutting those things. So I threw them out. I threw out the one item I needed. <laughs> I really don't need the other eight drawers, but I needed that one. Upstairs in our bathrooms, there are light sockets that require that little metal pipe to put on there to unscrew them. Three of those lights burned out within a week. So now I went to change, I couldn't, and then I, oh, that's what that pipe was for. Threw out the wrong thing. Took me a while to find one. Be careful what you throw away. Now, Paul says, you need to throw away your anger, your malice, your greed, your idolatry, your immorality, your covetousness, your slander, your gossip. You need to throw that stuff away. Get that out of your toolbox. The Hebrew writer says, the one thing you must never throw away, whatever you do, don't throw it out by mistake, your confidence, it will be richly rewarded. Don't throw it away. Developing confidence in God to achieve the opportunities that he puts before you, it is richly rewarded. So I want to have this confidence that's there, found in our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So don't get me wrong here. It's not confidence in faith. It's not faith in myself. I'm going to tell you, you know when you're the most vulnerable in your life? When your confidence is in your job. When your confidence rests in your health. When your confidence rests in your strength. When your confidence relates, rests in a relationship. When your confidence rests in your money, you are at your most vulnerable. You know why? Because you can lose every one of those. So your confidence must be in something or someone greater than the things that you might have control of. Ephesians 3. Here it is. Put your faith in Christ. Help you overcome your health. Can Christ give you victory in your relationships? Can Christ give you victory in your jobs? Can Christ give you uh, financial victory? Can, God, can Christ give you victory over all things in this life? I can do all things through him who what? gives me strength. I'm putting my faith in Christ so that I can approach God, here it is, with what? Freedom and, there's your word, confidence. Therefore, don't be discouraged. Oh, there's a lot of things in life that can discourage you. A lot of things since January 15th that might have happened in your life that kind of overwhelms you and kind of tires you out. But the one thing you must not throw away, even though you're not really sure how to use it sometime, don't ever throw away your confidence in the Lord. Jeremiah describes it this way. Here's what you should be like. That you are having confidence in God so that you are like a tree planted where? By the riverbed, by the water. So your roots go deep into the riverbed. So that when difficulties arise, when the heat of life comes upon you, the season of heat comes upon you, you don't wither. 
confidence. Make the decision to plant your life in the confidence of God, to walk in that confidence of the Lord. Listen, the greatest thief of living the life that is pleasing to God is a lack of confidence. When you lack confidence, you're closed-minded. When you have confidence, you have an open mind. When you lack confidence, you're always seeking compliments and affirmation from everybody. When you have confidence, you're the one giving the compliments and building other people up. When you lack confidence, you're a know-it-all. Of course you are, because you've closed your mind. You're a know-it-all. But when you have confidence, man, you're just like a sponge, learning new things, developing new skills, looking for greater opportunities to serve. When you lack confidence, you work in the excuse factory. When you have confidence, you take responsibility for your own actions and for your own life. When, when you lack confidence, you do whatever makes you feel good. That's your priority, whatever makes me feel good. When you have confidence, you live, based on your, you live based upon your principles. You observe those principles. When you lack confidence, you're inauthentic. You're a fake. You're afraid people don't like you, so you pretend to, pretend to be something you are not. When you have confidence, you are authentic. You can confess your sins. You can admit your mistakes. You can go before others and say, look, here's what I'm learning from this. You try to help others. When you are lacking confidence, you have a negative outlook towards life. Always see what's wrong. Always highly critical of other people. But when you have confidence, you have a positive attitude. You have a good attitude. You have the mind of Christ. When you lack confidence, you are also staying in your comfort zone. You don't want to try anything. You just want to stay where you are, although you don't like where you are. And you really wish you could make the changes. You don't make those changes because you lack the confidence. Whereas when you have the confidence, you take the risk. And so when you lack confidence, not only that, you have people who traffic in rumors and gossip. They tear everyone else down so they can build themselves up. That's, in, that's a lack of confidence, insecurity. But when you have confidence, you accept others. You speak highly of them. You build them up. A person who lacks confidence is stingy in their mindset. A person who has confidence is very generous in serving and sharing with others. A person who lacks confidence is very judgmental towards others. Always seeing the worst in other people. A person with confidence, though, is a one who accepts people for who they are to try to bring them closer to the Lord. That's their greatest joy. You see, a person who lacks confidence is a person who's very insecure about what others think about them. I wonder what they're thinking about me. I wonder what they're saying about me. A person with confidence, though, is one who is able to look at those things in life and laugh at themselves. Just laugh at life. A person with lack of confidence is very indecisive, the Bible says. Very indecisive. A person with confidence is able to make decisions, good decisions, quickly. And one other point, a person who lacks confidence is stuck in their old habits and old ways that they'll never get out of until they develop the confidence to try new things and develop new skills. Now, every one of those I can give you a scripture for in the Bible. That might be a good resolution for you this year to take that list, read it and read it and read it till you finally put it into your mind, I'm going to live the confident life. Do you see the outcome of both? What a difference in the outcome of both. What a biblical view. The biblical view of living out of confidence is victory. We have the faith that overcomes the world, the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. It takes work. I love what the Bible says about work. Paul says this in Ephesians. 
that we were created in Christ Jesus to do what? To do good works, which God prepared in advance us to do. What are you created for? To do good works. That takes confidence, doesn't it? Where's the confidence? Because we know God gave these to us in advance for us to what? There it is again. For us to do. The confidence that is there. Uh, the Philippians, Paul says in Philippians, you've got to work out what God's worked in. It's like muscles, isn't it? Your muscles on the inside must be worked out in order for them to gain strength. You've got to work out what's already in. If you do that physically, must you do that mentally and spiritually? And the answer is absolutely yes. Work it out. What's already working within you. And Paul says that's how you can be confident that God who began a work in you, bring it to completion. You can do this. God has a work for you. Now listen, here's a very important statement. When God, when God gives us an idea or a dream or a vision, it usually requires effort, confidence, and humility. Very, very seldom does God give you anything without work required. You're not saved by your works. The work is there to develop confidence. There take effort, confidence, and humility, and they are achieved. The effort, the work in God. The confidence is trust in Him. How do I trust in God? Through His Word, through prayer, through worship, through obedience, through the advice of many godly people around me, by serving others, trusting in God, the humility is realizing I cannot do this on my own. It is done by the strength of the Lord God Almighty. Now, I know what some of you are saying. You don't realize what my life is like. It's just so difficult. There's so many struggles I'm going through. I want, I want to remind you of something. What do we know, normally do so often where we lack confidence? When we say, I can't, what are we looking at? The difficulty. The, de- the decisions you made at the first this year to change your life, were they important to you? Did you think they were needed to be done? Now that you've faced the difficulty, has the decision you made back in December any different? Was it still needed? Is it still important? Does it still need to be done? What are you looking at? You're looking at the difficulty. Visualize the opportunity. Don't throw away your confidence. What steps can I take not to throw away my confidence? Well, first of all, he says you got to persevere. Man, you got to stay with it. Keep persevering in the Lord. Number two, live by faith. The righteous live by faith. The righteous are as bold as lions. Their hearts are pure before God. The righteous live by faith, not by sight. Don't shrink back because look who we belong to. We belong with those who belong to God. Develop your confidence in God. Pursue it. Persevere. Walk by faith. Don't shrink back. And God will reward you for that confidence in him.